Hey, I'm Allison. And I'm Courtney. Join us as we talk about our post-op diets, interview really cool guests, share products we love, encourage each other on our journeys, and, you know, just live in our best lives. y'all this is the third try that i'm going to introduce this episode um i'm building up a blooper reel for rob to release at some point (laughs) welcome to episode 12 season 2 of the no guts no glory podcast today my very very dear friend allison and i are going to talk to you about um the top 10 things to consider when considering weight loss surgery or gastric surgery because there's a lot and we kind of took a look back and we looked at it and uh we posted a sweet little blog on our website, nogutsnoglorypodcast.com. Um, but now we're going to real life, real life the blog too. So, mm-hmm. hey, girl, how are you? <laughs> hey, good. I know. You're, this website is amazing, by the way. So if you haven't checked it out, please go check it out. Courtney yes. was like, one day I'm going to make a website. And then she did <laughs> and crushed it. It's so good. Also, I have fun news to tell you. I didn't tell you this yet, um, but we got an email from Anuj, and he is with Feedspot, and um, he sent us an email today, and he goes, I emailed regarding your website, No Guts, No Glory, real talk about bariatric surgery. It was selected by Feedspot as one of the top 10 bariatric podcasts on the web. So I was like, what? Um, so super cute. So uh, there is, Anoush has that log up on his blog, um, feedspot.com. And there are nine other fantastic podcasts that I can't wait to listen to there. Uh, grow our bariatric podcast community. And cool, right? Like, so cool. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just so, think back of when we first started it, we had no idea what we were doing. We still really don't, but like, you know. So thanks for. I remember the day that that I texted you and Jeff, and I was like, guys, we have to remove the part that says, like, our two listeners, because now we have more than two listeners. (laughs) And we were like, shit, we've made it. (laughs) This is it. And um, now we have a community of people that we just adore. So this is Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. No, it's so good. Oh, that's exciting. What a fun email to get. I know. It was so fun, fun news to share for the day. Um, so I'm going to jump right in because our goal with this episode is to make it easy, short and consumable. Um, if you are looking to get weight loss surgery, if it's on your mind, if it, if you've even been thinking about it, if you're partway through it, like you're prepping because God, don't we know that like those prep weeks, you're just like, what did I forget? What do I have to do? Like, so, um, Top 10 reasons. Do you want to kick us off with number one? Sure. So we have insurance requirements, which is something (laughs) that is not fun, but you should absolutely know. Um, For myself, it was not covered at all, 0%. um, And that was the same go for Courtney. So we both paid for ours out of pocket. Yes. um, But we have had so many guests on that didn't have that experience. They either... Um, it was covered. I, I think Joelle said she paid like $150 or something. Which was or incredible. It's incredible. So, I mean, like it's truly just looking to see what your insurance is going to require, um, which is usually like a phone call to them. Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of insurance in- things like through work, like I know my company. So um, Allison had to call her insurance. I had like almost like an insurance broker with mm-hmm. my company that like, 
called for me and they knew they were like, this isn't covered at all. But when we did it through Rob's work, they were like, it has to be this, 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 and this. Um, and your surgeon knows too, but I will tell you that the list that I got from my surgeon, I met all of the criteria. And at the end I ended up being denied because none of my, um, diets had specifically mentioned that I had tried low carb. Uh, with a doctor. So I truly, I like, guys, I wouldn't have wasted that much time. I would have, I'm so glad that it happened how it did. I'm so glad that Allison and I got surgery at like a week apart from each other, but I would have had surgery three months earlier if I had known that I needed that requirement because I would have easily known like, Hey, I haven't seen a doctor in 10 years. I don't have that. Like moving on, (laughs) Yeah, make a decision. So that's a big one. Yeah. So yeah, you just got to figure it out and be in the know and kind of go after it and not be scared of figuring out what that answer is. And then figuring, are you going to pay for it yourself out of pocket in the United Mm -hmm. States? We've also had a bunch of guests on that have gone to Mexico and had really wonderful experiences. So there there are options. All right. So the second thing, and this was a big thing um, for me because I know I was um, doing it as an option. Allison more so picked hers based on having her cardiologist on hand, um, which was the most important part of her surgery. Uh, But researching your surgeon and your team, number two, that is like, you are literally (laughs) like, it is, it is a surgery that is lower risk now than it probably was when our mothers and grandmothers did it. It still comes with risk. You are altering your body. There is a chance of obstructions. There is, oh my gosh, like some of the horror stories I watched before surgery. I was like, I can't get this done. <laughs> um, however, it is statistically very low. It is it is not impossible. So you need to feel comfortable. You are getting a surgery, whether it's someone who's within your insurance network or if you are paying for it that you feel comfortable paying for. Like what do their patients say? Are they part of a team? Are they part of a group? Um, is that surgeon part of like a network that offers bariatric exercise consultation? Do they offer a dietitian? Does that dietitian answer his phone? (laughs) (laughs) You, Jerry. Like there's so many different kinds of services. It is, my surgeon does a lot of surgeries. Um, so I would, I would like to say that's probably, how it goes. Like some insurances I've, I've read about people that have been like a surgery in a different state because their insurance covers it. Um, so you're your biggest advocate. It's my favorite thing that Allison says, have a list, ask your questions. No question is stupid. Like it is your body feel 3000% comfortable. Don't let anybody rush you through it. Mm -hmm. Like you are, you do it. If it doesn't feel right, move on, find somebody else. Um, just, do it up. So research your surgeon and your team. I will, I'm going to share. I don't think I've literally told anyone this ever, but Allison, uh, but my surgeon, when I read a review, had a review that somebody had died in his care. Um, and I don't know if it was true. I don't know if it was confirmed, but they had mentioned like 15 comorbidities and then said that the person had died. I talked to my surgeon about that. Like, it wasn't something that I shied away from. Like, I, I needed to, to know. Um, so 
we just do your due diligence. Like yeah. find somebody that you feel comfortable with. I think the biggest part, and it's something that's so interesting is I've learned even more post-op is like, this is sort of um like I'm being so selfish for myself. I am putting myself first in so many instances in my life. And I want you to have that energy to put that into finding who your surgeon and who your team should be, because it's not just, Oh, you're having this surgery. And then like, okay, they wipe their hands clean and you never see them. Like we are seeing them a lot and you're going to lean on their dietitian. And there's going to be a lot of questions. It's not just like a one and done thing. So um, make sure you like your team. Fully checking up on your vitamin levels. Like they'll be coordinating with your general physician. Like Mm -hmm. this person is in your life. They are your boo. (laughs) Make sure you like them. Yeah. You'll see them once a year, every year. So, yep. (laughs) All right. So number three is your mental well-being. Um, which is a really good one because it doesn't fix your issues with food. You know, you're having this surgery. It's not a magical thing that's suddenly going to, you don't have to do anything because your stomach is smaller and everything's just going to work out perfectly. You still have to put the work in. So, you know, I know Courtney did um, a lot of therapy and counseling prior to her surgery and was in a really good space to be like, okay, Um, it's a very, we've talked about it a lot. It's a really emotional a journey because a lot of us, if you're like me, I loved to eat when I was upset or sad or had any kind of feelings at all. Um, yeah. and that's going to change. And so like, you have to be able to know that you can handle that and be, um, mentally ready for, you know, the big drastic changes that are happening to you. And willing, like you have to truly, you have to be willing to say like, I need help. Mm-hmm. I can't be too proud about it. Like, you right. kind of just got to emotionally split yourself out there and be ready for everything that this offers because the highs are high and the lows are so, so, so low. Um, and it is an emotional, it's an emotional journey as we learned the first week when Allison and I were like, why are we so sad? Why do we do this? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that falls in well to number four, who's going to be your support system um, mentally and physically. So coming home right after surgery, like y'all, <laughs> my husband helped me towel dry off. Uh, there was a period of time where I literally needed help, like putting pants on, um, shoes forever. I needed help putting shoes on. Like the first time I got shoes on was two months later with Allison at the beach. And I was like, Oh my God, I just put my own shoes on. Mm-hmm. Um, So definitely a physical component, but there is a huge emotional component. So you just had a life-changing procedure. Like you're going to learn about your relationship with food. You need somebody who is going to be honest with you. Um, and, And I would like to say I don't rely on Rob, but he is certainly an accountability partner. Mm-hmm. Um, which I appreciate so much. And you might not feel ready to share your surgery with your greater community, but having one to two people that you can talk to, holy cow. Like being able to text Allison and Jeff about like, I mean, y'all literally like my poop. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just like, you need, you need those people. You need somebody that you feel comfortable, like whether it's a friend that you've had forever or somebody that you find in the weight loss surgery community, um, everyone that we've met is amazing, but you need a community. So yeah. make sure you've identified your support system. Don't go it alone. And we are always happy to be here for you and answer questions. 
Right. Yeah. I couldn't even imagine trying to do this without Jeff, who's been a cheerleader and for you two, like um, you and Rob. So like, if I don't know, because I wouldn't have gotten the same support just from being on TikTok or, you know, on Instagram, there is, you know, I definitely look at all those things, but there's something that's really, um, somebody who is very invested in your success. Yes. And somebody that you can send those like naked underwear photos to yep. me like look at me two weeks ago look at and me who's literally like girl look at your hips <laughs> yeah <laughs> those babies look good <laughs> yeah yeah um so yeah you definitely need to have a support system um yes and think about that because this is uh a heavy lean and like it's yeah that's a big part okay so the next one is time off of work and so Courtney and I have different types of jobs necessarily. She is more maybe, you know, in front of a desk working like at a desk office, job. desk yeah. job. I have a more active job. I went back to work four weeks after surgery. It was too soon for me. It was horrifically scary. Yeah. Way too soon. Um, Courtney, you went back, what, two and a half weeks? I went back at two and a half and even like... I wasn't okay. And we, and I remember us both talking about it in the beginning and we were like, oh, people said like a week, two weeks, like, and it was so drastically different for both of us. Yeah. So just be, just be like honest with who, you know, if it's HR department or whatever it is, make Mm -hmm. sure that you're building time for you. Um, because again, I can't stress enough how emotional those early days are and also just how much time it takes to kind of figure this whole new thing out. To eat and drink. Like that is, I mean, we do. We literally it. have a resource on our website that is like a tracker of like, did I eat? Did I drink? Did I, how much protein did I get? Did I do my incentive spirometer? Did I take steps? Like yep. keeping yourself blood clotless and hydrated yep. <laughs> is, is a full time job in its own. The first few Absolutely weeks. Is. Yep. All right. Yeah. Um, number six, it's a tool. It's not a fix all. So we kind of nodded to this with the emotional well being, but I mean, It'd be amazing if you woke up from surgery and you would shed a hundred pounds. And I mean, honestly, some mornings I wake up and I'm like, why isn't it gone yet? <laughs> I, know. I got the surgery. It's been three months, like body catch up. Um, but the mental work, you know, it's, it is just a tool. It's, you're gonna get from it what you put into it. And, um, you know, we've all heard it's the easy way out. It is not easy. So you're going to be putting in work. You're going to be relearning how to eat. You're going to have a healthy relationship with food and nutrients. You're going to be working out. You're going to be building muscle. You're going to kind of be laying the foundation for a healthy lifestyle and everything is a hundred percent possible, but you are going to live the rest of your life in maintenance. Um, and that cannot be understated. You are not putting in five months of hard work to get the weight off, you are putting in the rest of your life to maintain a healthy lifestyle that this tool has helped give you. So it's a lifelong decision. It's not a light commitment. Um, and I can't recommend it enough. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I mean, and, and I think that's a huge thing. I remember like a couple, I went out and I've said this before, I went out a couple of weeks after surgery and I saw my friends and I was like, yep, not skinny yet. Like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> you know, because you really, Oh, you think it will be. You, I mean, I did. I was it's like, truly, oh, yeah. <laughs> why do I look exactly the same? <laughs> I mean, I'm not kidding. I still wake up and I'm like, wait, why am I 320? Like, what do you mean? Should I be at like 170 by now? <laughs> It's like, girl, of course I know that I eat like nothing. I don't know. I know. Um, <laughs> so 
so yeah. All right. And so that we've been keep saying it and it's just so true. Number seven is putting yourself first. Yes. Um, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you literally, you can still be a great partner, a great parent, a great friend, but it is so much about what you need Yep. and you can't feel bad about it um, because there's no other way to approach it. You have to know that you have to eat on some sort of schedule. You have yep. to think about your drinking. You have to plan out your meals and you're not eating the same thing as maybe other people in your household or family or friends that you live with. It's, right. it's literally about you. And, and it has to be because you will pass out to like, right. you, you, you truly have to make it about you. It, it, it becomes vitally important. You have mm-hmm. to be able to put yourself first. Right. And that doesn't make you selfish. And I know we struggle. I, I'm, I can't speak for men, but I can speak as a woman that sometimes putting yourself first feels so innately selfish. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's actually not. So. Right. Yep. All right. Um, vitamins. <laughs> Number eight is just simply, I put one word, vitamins. <laughs> like no matter what weight loss surgery you get. So I had the CDS. Allison had the VSG, which is the gastric sleeve. You will be on vitamins for the rest of your life. I sucked at taking vitamins. Allison, unfortunately, has had no choice and has to be good at taking vitamins. Mm -hmm. But she takes more of them now. (laughs) Um, We have fancy little pill dispensers. Some require more than others. Like if you get the gastric bypass or you get the Sadie, which is um, the uh, reimagined duodenal switch surgery, like... There's a malabsorption component, um, but each surgeon in each hospital advises what they recommend. They may recommend a brand or they may say you need X amount of this nutrition, Um, but it's important to know that you have to take them because otherwise you will be dangerously low on levels that can have some pretty serious side effects. So, you know, there's stuff that is like your body needs it. And then there's stuff that like your body actually is a machine and it needs this to run and you have to take it. Um, but the other thing to consider is the cost because it is, and we're going to do an episode on this later, but, um, it's definitely not cheap and you do have to consider the cost of those vitamins as a lifelong investment. Right. Yep. All very true. And so number nine is you have to be prepared to stall. And so that just means that, you know, you're doing all the work, you're following the rules, but you're like, the scale's not moving. Or in my case, it went up. I mean, it's going to be madness. And I think just not um, putting so much effort on the weight. I mean, Courtney and I really didn't even talk about how many pounds we had lost for a very long time. And I don't, I don't even think we still talk. I, I don't even know where you're you at. I don't talk about yeah. Like I never am texting her saying I've lost blah, blah, blah. Cause it's like so unimportant. Um, it's so un- and and truly, I need to say this: like, it doesn't reflect it at all. Allison looks like an entirely different person. I look like an entirely different person. Uh-huh. The amount of weight that I have lost, I think, because I started higher, maybe makes you be like, "Okay, you did that." For Allison, I don't like you. Literally, have halved yourself. <laughs> no amount of weight, because I know you did not lose half of your weight yet. Right. Like reflects what you physically look like right now and how you feel. So. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, just be prepared to stall. But like, if you can put as little um, importance on the actual number on the scale as you can. We had to hide our scales. Yeah. (laughs) Did you, do you still hide yours? I don't. Yeah. But I mean, I, I kind of, I've gotten sort of like better about it. 
Yeah. So yeah. And that's the thing. And it's going to be a whole mind game, but you got this. It is. Yes. Yeah. I stalled. I remember everybody being like, oh, there's like the four week stall and the six week stall. And then at three weeks, my number didn't move for two weeks. And I was like, well, I'm broken. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, whatever. <laughs> right. It moved. I'm fine. Yeah. Um, number 10 is <laughs> y'all, everyone and like truly, literally everyone is going to have an opinion. Yeah. Whether you share or not, you're going to get a text um, from your aunt who is like, you can eat that or your neighbor who's like, well, surely you can have this sugar lemonade that I made because it's the only thing that you've had today. Or people that say one more bite or like, oh my God, no wonder why she's lost weight. She's looking up the only thing that she's eating. Um, everyone feels entitled to opinion. I mean, myself included people watching is my favorite hobby, but <laughs> There are people that are going to say, like, you look fantastic. What have you been doing? Or, oh, my God, you've lost a whole person. Or um, you can eat that. Or, like, I've always wanted to get weight loss surgery, but I don't have the time. Or, like, I don't know. Just things. Ignore them. I, I cannot stress this enough. If you have to take a walk to clear your head or talk to a therapist or have your friend, have your support system, like, vent to someone to get it out. Don't let it eat you alive. Hear it like address it however you need to with yourself and then move on because you don't own an explanation. You're looking out for yourself. You're doing the thing. Mm -hmm. I, I am so proud of you. You've decided to like commit and take this step. Like <laughs> that's it. You're, you're, and I can tell you confidently that both Allison and I at three months are like other people. <laughs> like whatever. Yeah. I work so hard and I'm doing, I'm doing it. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, we've said it before. We'll say it a million times. We'll continue to say it. The idea that this is the easy way out doesn't even land. Like yeah, if somebody yeah. said it to me, I'd be like, cool, that's great. No. That you think that because like, yes. that's not true. Um, and I've so, had yeah. so many people that are like, oh my God, you're like losing weight. Wait until you get so skinny. And I'm like, yeah, I'm so excited about how healthy I feel. Like right. that's what I've done. We talked about this early when we talked about our like pre-surgeries, like what would we say to people? And I didn't know at that time. And now I know, like my answer is consistently, thank you. I feel healthy. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. Yep. That's what I'm focused on is my health. So, yeah. And that is our quick top 10. That's it. So we hope it's helped. Um, I want to share the cutest thing. Uh, so we love, we love when you email us, we love when you send us messages on Instagram. Um, Apple reviews, like any, any communication you want to have with us, we are here for, but I just want to share, um, and I didn't ask her, so I'm going to very like lightly just say, this is from someone named Laura who has reached out to us previously. Uh, but she said, good afternoon to my favorite ladies. I just want to say again, how wonderful I think you both are. Your podcast brings me so much joy and laughter and understanding. It is like, honestly, everything we wanted to do. So that, uh, um, I look forward to your getting your updates every week. I love that you're both doing so well post-op and I love hearing about your vacation together and obstacles you ever came, eating while on the road, fitting into dune buggies, walking miles on the beach and soft sand. It gives me strength. I had to share that I am scheduled for my sleeve May 26th. And I immediately felt everything all at once. I'm like, I can't read this. I'm going to cry. Um, 
I cried. I laughed. I think I screamed woo all in about five seconds getting off the phone with my surgeon's office. I, I remember feeling like that, Laura, and it is it's a magical feeling. Um, spending the last six months trying to prepare for this moment, it almost doesn't feel real. I start my liquid phase tomorrow and my surgery will be May 26th at 730. Yes, she got the morning slot, girl. Yeah. <laughs> um, I cannot stop thinking about the opportunity this surgery will give me and the life I will be able to lead because of it. I cannot wait to be able to go shopping and pick an outfit I love and not just because it fits. I cannot wait to be able to fit into my old clothes. And most of all, I cannot wait to have the energy to be the mom I want with my kids. They're older. I can't wait to have the energy to go on hikes with them, be active with them, play sports with them. And I know this will give me that. Anyway, I just wanted to tell you all that I think you two ladies are amazing and I enjoy you both so much. Um, and then she shared that she had sent us an email a, a couple months ago. And I, I do remember at that time she was considering surgery. So yeah, Laura, congratulations. I'm so glad you have your date. Like, yeah, it's amazing. And it's, it's just like we've talked about it before, but it, it is life-changing. We are different people. Than yeah. We, and it's wild because that was only two and a half months ago. I know. I like genuinely was tearing up reading how she felt when she got that call because I remember when the surgeon's office told me like my date. I remember I called you crying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, like crying, screaming, happy, dancing. (laughs) Yes. All of it. It's amazing. I know. I I just am. And we both have thanked our surgeons for changing our lives. It's just, it's really, um, I think if you are wanting or considering the surgery, I, I definitely say go for it. There are yes. a lot of things and it's not easy and it's, you know, emotional yeah. and it's going to change your life, but in the best ways. I agree. And I mean, y'all send Laura some good voodoo, <laughs> yes. but if you have any questions above our top 10 that we listed above, or if you have anything that you want us to expand on, send us an email, um, send us a message on Instagram. We are here. We are reachable. We will do anything we can to answer and be a support system for you. So we hope it helped and can't wait to see y'all in the next episode. Yeah. Thanks friends for listening. Hope all is well and everyone's having a good day. Bye. Bye. Allison and Courtney are not medical professionals. There are two friends on this journey together who want to share their experience with you for informational and entertainment purposes. While we do our best to try and make sure the information presented in this podcast is accurate and true, Allison and Courtney are not doctors. Always follow your doctor's instructions and advice first and foremost.